Snap Judgments are back in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. It is time to talk about what we learned. It is brought to you by Buyers Auto. That is Bill Landis and Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. Five Buckeyes available on Tuesday morning. They're all new Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. Bill, what did you learn? They're all really impressive. Like, and I, I suppose that's not surprising when you're talking with transfers who have like you know played a lot. Um, in the case of like Will Howard and Seth McLaughlin, have played for five years or going into their fifth year in Will Howard's case. But even like Caleb Downs has only played one year, like very serious, very driven. Um, I told I, I like obviously he's a really good player, um, and I don't know how much like being articulate and uh, like well thought out and and clearly like detailed and prepared. Uh, factors into those things, like. But I told uh, the SID staff here that they need to make some all-American space on the wall for Caleb Downs. <laughs> That's how impressed I was by by him talking uh, here today. But yeah, they're all they're all like real real dudes who are coming here to, you know, do a job, help Ohio State win championships. Understanding of the expectations, not afraid of them. I, I don't think any of them are. Um, so it's a really good group. The Buckeyes don't go into the portal just for fun, right? They go into to pick guys who are going to help the program win. And they pick professional football players mm-hmm. out of the portal and guys that have proven themselves at their other stops. And I think, you know, it's best exemplified in a guy like Will Howard, who there's a lot of expectations on Will Howard heading into this season, but he went through a lot in the last few years where you could justifiably look at his career and be like, are you sure this is the guy Ohio State's picking for quarterback? Like, yeah, at his best, I think you can see all the traits that make him the right choice. But if you look at every circumstance he's gone through, the being benched as a freshman, as a junior, I mean, only playing as a sophomore, really, because Adrian Martinez stunk and got hurt a bunch of times. Like, I think... Who could have known? It's just weird to me. Like, you know, I wanted to ask him, and I didn't because it's rude. But, like, did that Kansas State staff just, like, not believe in you for some reason because every time he had a chance he seemed to do pretty darn well and yet they kept trying to find someone else and i don't know if maybe that's uh what what that was about but like he's coming in here and he, you could see it in his eyes like he's like this is amazing like i'm blessed to be able to be here and i think that's the type of vibe even a guy like quinshawn judkins who I, I asked him straight up like do you think it's did, was it hurtful to you that the things you heard about yourself from old miss people when you left, he's like, yeah, I don't, I didn't understand it. And that's just, you know, it, it's like Quinchon Judkins, like super bright kid. Like these are all really well put together humans. And, and then you put them on the football field and I, it's pretty, a pretty optimistic group. I will say Quinchon Judkins, um, soft-spoken for a man who runs like he's angry at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that like, is that how Isaiah Pacheco talks too? Like, is know, that, maybe. you can only put so much energy into one thing at a time. Uh, Berm, you, you brought this up with like the Kansas State coaching staff and Will Howard. I wonder if there were parts where I think you could read between the lines with what he was saying and get to the point that you were hinting at. Like He talked about points in his career where the Kansas State staff had the play sheet and said, Will Howard plays, and he's like, it's quarterback power, it's quarterback counter, and like primarily run plays. And he was asked a number of questions about that. Like, How much are you going to run? Do you want to run? Are you talking about running with Ryan Day? Like, What's the offense? And he's like, if that's what they want me to do, in which case they did, he'll do it. If I would be stunned if this means you get to Ohio State and you run 16 times. He told us that when we had the interview with him three weeks ago. Like he didn't come here to run the football. He said, I'll do it, but he wants to be a passer. That's why he chose Ohio State over the NFL. Yeah, I think again, I don't I don't want to put words in his mouth, and he he did not say this directly, but um my my read on kind of how he described the Kansas State is that he did feel a bit misused. Like he and I think maybe at times that sort of impacted his play. Like 
perhaps when he did get opportunities to do the things that he kind of feels like he's best at, maybe he pressed a little bit, and maybe that's why you saw an uptick in interceptions earlier in, in his career. Uh, and he's coming here, I think, to obviously enhance his draft stock, which he told us. Like he's, I think he believes he has a higher ceiling than like third, fourth, or fifth round, whenever the NFL viewed him as coming out of, of this year. But I, I also think he just feels like it's it's more of a fit for him here. And when you when you combine that with the talent that's going to be around him, um, it's easy to see why why he would jump at this opportunity. He also like kind of threw some shade at Lincoln Riley in USC. Like I could have gone places that my stats would have been good, but I don't know if it would have prepared me for the NFL as, as well as Ohio State mm. is going to. So I, I thought that was interesting as well. But like he's he clearly has like a a sense of purpose for for why he came here, and, and I think it stems from. You know, liking Kansas State, appreciating his opportunities there, but maybe feeling like he wasn't given every opportunity to, to play his best there. Are you suggesting those Heisman trophies were empty calories? I am. I okay. am, in fact, yeah. suggesting uh, that, yes. Will mentioned, like, you know, the talent around him here and how that's different. And I briefly just asked him before they were done, like, just what do you think of the wide receiver group? And he his response was... He said they stink. <laughs> his response was a uh, curse word and then unbelievable. So like, Ooh, all which, right, let's play a game. Which one which, did he use? Which curse word did he use? We got a little, we got a little f f bomber. I'm a, that's the that's the one. Oh, uh, good guess. Because if you like energy, that <laughs> that train that change of pace. I mean, that alone is enough to make a quarterback a better quarterback. And then you throw in everything else around him. He actually, he's a you know they protect the quarterback here. <laughs> like, like I, well, Kansas State had pretty good offensive line, so it's like. But yeah, do. but they were still telling him go run. 20 times a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't so, get, yeah, don't get it. I, I think they couldn't just, have felt that great about the pass protection if that's what they were deciding to do with the quarterbacks. Yeah, so, I think that might have been the receivers. Their best receiver was their fullback. Mm, yes. Okay. So uh, it's 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 an interesting time, and but you can see quickly why these guys picked Ohio State and why Ohio State picked them because the, the fits are all very obvious. I, I'm going to lump them together. This will never happen again probably in their careers, but with both Seth McLaughlin and Caleb Downs, it's the first time that they walked out of the door that's right over there to my left, and they saw the assembled media. These are guys who came from Alabama. They're used to <laughs> attention and pressure. They said another curse word, like, oh, my gosh, this is pretty weird. Schnikes. The amount, that's the one, the amount of people that are, are covering this team, and they also, all five of them, but specifically with Caleb Downs and Seth McLaughlin, are making a choice because they still believe that they can win a national championship and compete at the highest level, chose Ohio State specifically for that opportunity. Like, And maybe that should be obvious. They're already high achievers. They already made a choice to go play for Nick Saban previously in their careers and for McLaughlin to do that for a long time. But if there was some notion in December that people didn't think Ohio State was going to win a national championship, that includes transfer portal players, recruits, and the current roster, all those guys that we talked about making NFL decisions, in here, I don't remember the last time that the confidence has been as high in the offseason, and I'm not trying to just use recency bias on that or hyperbole. I really think everybody in here is more convinced than even in 2019 that this is a national title contender. you got to go back to 2015 for sure to like believe. Yeah, that's right. There's not a, the expectation right now is that Ohio State is going to win a national championship, and if they're not, then they failed, and that is different. And, and you know They haven't hit their goals in the last three years. But it, they've had shorter goals than that. Like, that doesn't feel the case right now. This is national title or bust, which I don't personally like that pressure. I think it's a bad way to live. Yeah. Um, but you can feel it. And, I mean, they all said it multiple times. I think it's a hard way to live year after year after year. But there are times 
And like Ohio State doesn't have windows, but I don't, I don't think. But there are times when you're like, you know, you're kind of loaded for bear. You're going for it. And this is, this is one of those years. And I, I don't think they should shy away from it. I did think it was funny that like Caleb Dobbs is asked about expectations. Like, you know, what? I went to Alabama. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're the same Let's here see. as they, as they it's were. Alabama, <laughs> Georgia, and Ohio State. I think this guy's okay uh, with high stakes. Yeah. I, I think they'll, now it'll be an adjustment probably for Will Howard. I mean, and it wouldn't be, it won't be a surprise to him. Quinshot Junkins did not come from a national championship program, and, and neither did Will Kasmarek, but. You know, I think they all came here because of what you just said, right? They, well, some of these guys had opportunities to go anywhere they wanted to. Caleb Downs said he got 102 phone calls when he went to the transfer portal. Yeah, 101 of them were from Kirby Smart. <laughs> yeah, and, and one was from Tim Walton, and that's that's what made a difference. And the other was from T Rob. T Rob, my, my guy T Rob. Um, Trob. Trob. They'd, they'd all, they could have gone wherever they wanted. And even, even Will Kasmarek could have gone. Like he had SEC and Big Ten interests too. They came here because they think Ohio State is, is primed to take a run at a national championship this year. So, yeah, we'll it's, it's odd to hear new guys kind of voice that first, but uh, it's it's permeating through the building. We'll certainly. probably end up glossing over Kazmarek a little bit today because it's just Kazmarek. 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 We're probably it's a weird way to spell Kazmarek, but whatever. We're probably going to gloss over him a little bit because if you look at the other guys we talked to, they're you know probably more important heading into this year. But he's he's, he's going to start. He's going <laughs> to be the starting tight end, right? and people need to like he's he's the guy coming in to take Cade Stover's spot. So. You know, the, the expectation of how he fits and how he can mesh with G. Scott and with Bennett Christian and with, uh, you know, the incoming freshman, uh, Demarion Wittens, who may end up playing wide receiver. Who knows? Don't um, leave Jelani out of this with, conversation. With Jelani, you're going to be in trouble. Block. Like, there, there's, there's a lot of guys, but he is the guy coming in to start. And he may not, you know, the last year we had the tight ends who didn't talk. Um, and we may not talk about this tight end for a few months, but I, he's a pretty important piece of this. Said he uh, likes to play hard, likes to get his nose dirty mm-hmm. in describing his game. I actually, like, I, I wasn't over there with him the whole time. I spent maybe five minutes over there with him, but um, pretty impressive kid. Like, or man, I guess, you know, he's going into his fourth year of, of college football. I, I like that he said he's always felt like he should be on this level. He's one of the 2021 recruits that were recruited during COVID, and some of the, the lower level guys just didn't get a whole lot of looks there because there were no visits there was no live scouting no camps no, no camps so so he ended up going to ohio university and you know had the red shirt and cut his teeth on scout team against the starting defense for a year and had to like work his way up to earn the trust of that staff staff at ohio and i think put himself in a really good position and is now getting to make the run at major college football that he that he thought he should have been able to make all along and, and i think that is is good fuel for a guy who's who's going to step into a starting job and needs to be an important player for Ohio State. He, he did answer the question that i talked about on the podcast daily like pretty confidently and directly he was like did you think when you went in the portal like ohio state should be calling me mm-hmm. i am an ohio state caliber player and he was like yes um and you took that a step further like well was that true going back to your recruitment initially when nobody was like maybe aware of your potential and he said he had always felt that way uh Again, you know, most people are going to answer that in a, in a positive fashion and have that confidence yeah. in themselves. So it, and it wouldn't have been a knock if he didn't answer that way. But certainly, you want to have someone with that self belief and self confidence in their ability. Like, I mean, if Ohio State didn't want him, an SEC school was going to get involved. He was when the film went out. It's like that's when he got a ton of feedback and interest. Like everyone who watched it, including Keenan Bailey, flipped it on and said, "This guy has." high-end, tight-end potential, and can do everything you're going to ask him to do. Yeah, you know, Ohio State was under the belief that, that he was the best tight end in the portal period. So, I, I mean, I didn't evaluate every other tight yeah. end. but if, Why not? Well, I mean, they probably did, time. right? Uh, they, they have yeah, a staff they, to do they that. They certainly yeah. did. Um, 
Can we play a little game of what was your least favorite part of today? Sure. I don't know that I have one, but I, I definitely this, do. Say this, your is, piece. this is me just <laughs> doing a thing, I guess. This isn't a bit, but it's annoying. These players are never going to answer the question of how much did NIL <laughs> was involved in your work. Like, they're not oh. going to answer it. So why? Let's, hey, fellow people on the beat, can we walk up to you and say, hey, how much did uh, the offer from your media outlet play into your decision? <laughs> like, they're just not going to How much answer. are you making, bro? They're just not going to answer the question the way that you think they're going to. Like, And then maybe I understand you're looking for just a, a word or two, but like. Just use common sense. They're never going to say, actually, you know what? NIL is the only reason I'm here. I don't care about winning at all. Just pull out a stack. I don't care about just, development. I don't just, care I'm sorry. About... I couldn't hear your question. Like, I, it, I just don't get it. I don't I don't get it. Yes, NIL is going to be a part of every recruitment forever and ever. Amen. Like, that's the way it's going to be from now till infinity. But, like, they're never going to answer that question. So let's just stop asking. Maybe don't ask a bunch of really intelligent guys if they knew where Ohio was. Oh, that, oh. Was your, that was your least favorite part of the yes. day? Yes. Yeah, and like weather's like playing in the cold. It's like, <laughs> no, it's fine. There's, there's Seth, there are better uses of our time. Seth, <laughs> Seth McLaughlin said that he gets too hot too easily, so he wanted well, some cooler weather. I can relate. As a fellow as a fellow big man, I can relate. You guys spent more time with McLaughlin probably than I, I was yeah. over there. What was your impression of how he handled the questions about the end of his uh, season in Alabama? Like, he didn't – I wouldn't say he went super in-depth on, like, the intricacies of why it was happening. He, so, he sort of said, like, you know, you play that position a long time, sometimes you get into a little bit of a funk. He kind of – he compared it to, like, being a point guard and, like, kind of getting into a free-throw slump. Um, obviously, you got to correct it, but it's not like – it's not something he's dealt with his entire career. And he's been playing center and snapping, he said, since he was seven years old. Um, and Which is and, rare. Which is very rare. Usually, you like play guard or tackle. They get you to college and say, "Hey, let's see if he can snap." Like he's been he's been playing this position nearly his entire life, and um, it has not been a persistent issue for him. It just kind of got away from him a little bit last year, and he didn't he didn't want to go down the road of like it's not always on the center. Like he got like right up to that without without directly saying that. But I think there's some of that at play too. It's like if if the snap's not directly in your gut, like if it's over here a little bit to your left, like the quarterback should probably still catch it. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Um, but he, he didn't say that. that. That's me saying that. But I think that's part of it, too. And then, Austin, you asked him about his, his uh, wrist injury as well. I did. Uh, just just heading back to the door, like, hey, I heard this. I don't – and I'm like, I literally said, I know you're not going to use it as an excuse. And he said, well, I'm an offensive lineman and a play center. My hands definitely got beat up. But he didn't – I mean, he did not have a cast on it. So, we don't think there's a surgery or anything required. Probably just some time off after the season. So, uh, he didn't – want that to be the focus i'm not trying to make it the focus um and and he talked about it in a way that i think people speculated or, or were saying this guy looks like he's dealing with the yips like it's a mental block i don't think he feels that way i don't think he feels it's uncorrectable i don't think that it was something that had plagued him for multiple years like when you get to one of those serious mental blocks where you can't throw to first base or you, Chuck or, you or you miss three yeah. footers like that's a that is a, a real thing missing three foot putts is a mental block this is called I've had a mental block every year i've ever played golf yeah. i didn't even yeah. know it you've, you've always had the yips bro. yes this is great <laughs> that's not how he feels i feel so much better about my putting now it's, that i know it's a mental block yeah well i tried to help you with that but don't worry about it uh speed was more your issue the last time we were out um anyway doesn't feel like that's a long-term issue uh 
multiple attempts, I think, from people to try and get him to say you're definitely going to play center or you're going to play guard. I think I'm, I would say pretty confidently he's going to play center. Um, mm-hmm. But he's and he said he's open to playing guard. But to the question was, you, you looked at his snap counts. Like, has he ever played guard? No. Not at, going back to apparently when he told he was seven yeah. years old. Well, when he was he in high school, he counts when he was seven. When yeah. he, PFF goes back to he, your, he well, he said yeah. he said he he has experience elsewhere, which was a tackle for his high school team. Mm-hmm. He's like because that's what every college lineman does for their high school team. But he had occasionally had practice reps at guard for Alabama, but every other rep he took in games practice always been at center. So it would be pretty surprising from that respect if Ohio State gets somebody with 20-plus career starts at the SEC level playing center. I'm like, you know what? We're good. You're going to play guard. I think it's good to have that flexibility if you need it. And, like, the, the more difficult thing is making a guard or tackle a center and seeing if they can snap. Like, we know he can play center. If they feel like they need him to play guard, it's a, it's a nice luxury to have. But I, I agree with you. I think he's going to play center. Hmm. Pretty impressive group. Yeah. I mean, bottom line, it's uh, high expectations and, and people that understand the assignment. And that's the biggest thing, like, you come in here and they all, you know, Will Kazmarek, he, he's got a much bigger adjustment than everyone else. And I said, has, has it been harder for you? He said, no, everyone in here is just like they were at OU. They're professionals. They want to win. We're all working super hard. It's like these guys just happen to be more talented. <laughs> They're just to be bigger and faster and stronger. Yeah. Other than that, it's all good. And those guys all embracing the opportunity to deal with 60 media members and to go compete for a national championship. And if you learn anything else it's that they're not intimidated tim tim intimidated by us which is the smaller part and trying to win a banner which is obviously the most uh pressing part for them that's the takeaway in here back to great to be back in the woody hayes athletic center doing some snap judgments which are which are brought to you by buyers auto for bill landis and jeremy birmingham i'm austin ward we'll talk to you later